Welcome back to another episode of Thrive by 29, the podcast that empowers adults in their 20s to reach their idea of success by documenting my own journey. Last week when I was in Colorado, we talked about the 5 a.m. club, why I chose to join it. And by that, I mean why I wake up at 5 a.m. every day and the biggest benefits that I've gotten from joining the 5 a.m. club. I talked about how it's changed my life, which it truly has. And if you listen to the last episode, you understand why as I broke it down, but truly it just changed my perspective on life. And that is really encapsulated by how I view time as a concept in a day now that I have more of it and I wake up for life other than just work or other than something I have to do. But also by the fact that by being different, by waking up at 5 a.m., I'm able to embrace the other differences in my life that I just feel as a human being the way I live my life. So those were like the main things, but then obviously there's a lot of other physical benefits that I get from waking up at 5 a.m., like having more energy, like actually being able to dedicate time to things I want to improve at, and also just work on personal stuff that I want to work on. And if you guys have been following my socials, then you might have noticed I've been kind of going crazy with the accounts lately, especially on TikTok, like creating different accounts. I changed my handle a while ago just to make everything uniform. I've been posting a lot of these clips from these videos on YouTube, on TikTok. I haven't really posted on Instagram yet. I haven't started that yet. But to give you some context and some background on what I've been doing there, before I even started Thrive by 29, I've always kind of had a thought on generating different sources of income. Obviously, this podcast, that's a very long-term thing. That's not going to happen anytime soon. But what I've taken a lot from a lot of these creators, a lot of these people really thriving in the digital landscape today is monetizing something you have expertise in. And I feel like I have quite a bit of expertise in the sports media field. I have a lot of youngins that are still in college or even people that are older than me still, but are in their 20s and in sports media, but not really loving what they do. And they see what I'm doing in my career with the podcast, with my title as director of, of social at a startup that's really, you know, booming right now. And they asked, like, how did I do it? So I think I have a lot of knowledge in this space and a lot of expertise that I'm able to shell out. But to be able to do that, I need to be able to reach an audience. And therefore, I've started a vertical called Sports Media Success, which lives on TikTok right now. I started on YouTube, but it was just fucking blue. Everything was sucking and my videos were actually doing better on my own personal account. So I might just make that a specific playlist. And then I've also started an Instagram account where I'm going to be putting that stuff out as well. So if you know anybody that is wanting to get into the sports media field, into the sports media space, the industry, pass them my account, especially sports media success on TikTok, literally sports media success as it's spelled, no underscores or anything like that and they'll come across my page and my goal is just to help people have success. I've built a website which will have a free course that people can come and really get an in-depth guide of how to have success today. I truly think that college and everything that you're learning post high school, if you get further education, is outdated and archaic. And it actually pisses me off that I still see kids that are seniors because I, you know, I have connections with some people that are in college still, whether they connect with me on LinkedIn or whatever. Some, most of them I don't know, but I've connected with them. And I see them still learning the same thing, still doing the same extracurriculars as if people are still trying to be Scott Van Pelt in the industry and as if people aren't trying to be on Barstool or aren't trying to be the next Pat McAfee or something like that. So the education industry is just 
so outdated and I feel like my quick growth in the industry has come due to a lot of the things that I've learned and implemented and I want to be able to share that success as well. So right now I'm building a free course. I've been doing that this week and then building a, another course that I will be selling that will go even further in depth, but really show the implementation of how I've been able to implement different things for my own growth and the growth of the game day, which is the company that I work with now. I started there, I was the eighth employee and now we have like 60 or something like that and have a podcast that is at over 100,000 followers across all socials. We have like 5,000 downloads a month at this point and that is very quick because we only started the podcast in like September. Uh, we officially launched it in September and we're actually going through a rebrand now because it's growing so fast and we're like, shit, bro. We wanted to do this earlier, but it's growing so quick. Like we got to go hit this thing, right? So a different logo and stuff like that. So I want to be able to monetize my skill set. So I've been working on that this week. Thrive by 29 actually been on the back burner a bit as far as how I've been living, but I just wanted to share that because that's what Thrive by 29 is, right? It's just documenting my journey and my road to what I want to call success. And if you're listening and watching, then something that you could potentially take away from, how can you monetize your expertise? I don't know. I know there's a lot of ways to make money digitally today. And my biggest thing is I don't want to rely on one source of income. You never know what's going to happen, right? You could lose your job any day. That's fine. You can find another job. That's okay. But I think having multiple streams of income is huge. Also, just having more money to spend, right? I had a very expensive year. I moved into an apartment this year. That was super expensive. You got to buy new furniture. You got to just deal with the deposit. I had to deal with the broker's fee because I wanted to move into a nice apartment. Hopefully, what you're looking at, if you're watching the YouTube video, you think it's pretty nice. But yeah, it was just an expensive year. I want to make more money and I want to be able to travel more. And when I travel, I want to be able to do fun things and go to nice restaurants and yeah, just make more money. So that's what I've been working on this week. With this episode, I just want to answer a couple of questions as I mentioned on the last episode that come with waking up at 5 a.m. Like when people figure out that I wake up at 5 a.m., they a lot of times they come with a couple questions or it's just general questions that I feel like are very natural to ask about, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. So one is about going out at night. Uh, do you never go out anymore if you don't do you miss going out is that something you're sacrificing so to answer that question i'll kind of backtrack where i used to be you know, i graduated college right around covid i went to miami stayed with my mom didn't have didn't do too much there obviously it was locked down so i stayed in miami it was a great place to stay because you know sunshine and warm and i got to go outside and just go on runs and and stuff like that but it wasn't the most social place to be where i was seeing all my friends all the time and doing all this crazy stuff i was just literally developing my own stuff developing myself i was working on old podcasts that i had at that time actually it was called beyond the lines i was doing different things that could get me ahead in the workforce obviously i wanted to get a job because i just graduated college and i ended up getting that then as i mentioned the game day that was at the very beginning so i was working long ass days long ass nights to be able to succeed in that role so that was what miami encapsulated of was just a lot of work on myself which was great i really loved it so by the time i moved to new york i was in the stage where it's like wow i'm back with my college friends it's me and two of my other boys living in an apartment and we're about to get rowdy so i lived in that rowdy stage for quite a few months I would say a year, but there was a time within the back half of the year where I was just kind of like tired of that shit already. I was kind of annoyed with it. But 
that stage of getting drunk all the fucking time. Every Friday getting drunk. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's whatever. Like, let's get drunk. Let's get fucked up. Saturdays. Like, I was literally blacking out probably two or three times a week. That sounds horrible, but a lot of you guys probably can relate. If you just have friends in your area and, and look, it's fun to drink. It's fun to do that kind of thing. But that's where I was. And then eventually that stuff started to get old. I was in a relationship. Not that that contributed directly, but it does help when you're not actively looking to just hook up with other people. One of the aspects that you like about going out, that's gone. And then once you just start getting drunk and doing the same thing over and over and over again, you stop getting new experiences. And that's what life's about, right? Getting new experiences. So for me, it was a new experience getting in New York City and be like, fuck nightlife in New York City. But by the time I went to a bunch of different bars and it was all the same, the same type of music or the music changes, but it's the same people, you're not really getting to know new people because the music's always loud and they're getting drunk and you're just kind of having fun. And again, if you're single, you have a goal in mind, you're always just like looking for the hookup or whatever it may be. So the experience kind of gets old but I had that experience and I kind of moved on from it the negatives that come with that lifestyle is just being hungover all the time being tired losing either one or two days in your weekend because you're so hungover and for the summer where it's fun time to go out and do stuff you miss out on a lot of that because you're hungover on a day that's 75 degrees and sunny you're too miserable to go outside you're nauseous you're gross you have a raging headache and you just can't make it out. So not only did the experience get old, but also I got tired of just losing a lot of the benefits of life by just doing that kind of stuff, which is just going outside, doing stuff in the daytime, having fun, doing different activities, actually meeting different people. I feel like you meet more people doing activities in the daytime than you actually do at night because typically you just resort to the same group of friends and doing the same thing you always do. So. I was missing out on that kind of stuff, waking up early and having an extended day to actually do stuff like how long your day is when you wake up early on a weekend. It just feels so good. By the time it's nighttime and you're tired, you feel good just watching a movie or doing whatever that you can stay in and do. So that lifestyle, to sum it up, if I haven't already, I moved on from that. And that was after probably like half a year, three quarters of a year in that first type of lifestyle. Then I moved to Brooklyn. Still had fun going out every now and then, but definitely a lot less. And by this time, I was more, I was already enjoying more of the day-to-day and actually living a full life, <laughs> I would say, here in New York City, trying to really just explore, go around, get to know the different neighborhoods, work out work on my passion projects, read and learn, expand my knowledge, all that kind of stuff. So that really took the place of needing quick entertainment by just going out and getting drunk all the time. So I already moved away from that. So then I got to a point of living in Brooklyn over that second year that I was in New York City where, honestly, like going out was okay. If it was going to be for someone's birthday, yeah, I'll do it for your birthday. And look, I can get drunk and have fun. Sure. Like I still do. So if it's every now and then, like, again, that means the experience isn't repetitive, which is fun. So I'll do that. And then if it's for like a holiday, like Halloween, like a holiday or something like that, then yeah, we'll do that. But that's it. I really enjoy my nights in. I enjoy feeling good the next morning because I'm not hungover. I f- enjoy feeling good the next morning because I didn't go to bed at three in the morning. You know, so it was the next stage of my life. And then now this year I moved into a new apartment and I started the 5 a.m. club. So 
If you haven't gotten the memo already, by this time, if you still have that question about do I just not go out or do I miss going out, then you probably understand I don't miss going out all the time. Now, do I go out occasionally? Yeah, because sometimes it's hard not to when like family in town, like I mentioned, or I don't know, there's a very special occasion with a friend that like lives out of town and he's here and he wants to go out. I'll go out. Now, if I go out on those nights, let's say I do come back at 12 or 1. Actually, 12 is early to come back. Let's say I do come back at like 1. The first thing I'll do is I'm going to leave before everybody else does. So I'll go out. Typically, I'll go out at like 10, 11. And a lot of times when it's with friends or family, whatever, you'll get dinner before. So that's all part of going out, right? So let's say you start at 8 o'clock. I'm doing dinner 8, whatever, to 10 if that takes two hours. And then we go out and... Yeah, dude, by the time it's like 12, 12, 30, I spent quite a bit of time. You talk about four or five hours you spent with that person or with the group. So you've done what you had to do. Like, I never have that feeling anymore where it's like, I got to stay out to please anybody. That feeling's gone. So that's another thing that has helped me. I'm done with that. Like, as you know from the previous episodes, I don't care about pleasing anybody, bro. Like, I live my life for me and I'll give you value and, and true ways of value, not by trying to be cool or trying to hang around because it's the cool thing to do. So that has definitely helped me out a lot. So I try to leave early and by early, like 12 to me is good. A lot of times, 12.30, if that's good. And then I still get back at one, let's say, or 1.30, let's say, right? But that's still late. Am I getting up at five? Fuck no. I talked about that in the last episode. I think a well-rested day is more valuable than being tired as fuck and just waking up early just because you said you were going to. I would prefer to feel better that next day. So I don't wake up at five, but I try to compromise and wake up still at like 6.30. So if I can get like six hours of sleep, six and a half, like I try to compromise and wake up the earliest possible I can and still wake up feeling good. So that's different for everybody because different people need different amounts of sleep. Different people sleep more efficiently than others. And another thing that I do to try to help my sleep efficiency is just drink less alcohol when I'm out at night with friends if I'm going to go out because obviously alcohol leads to a less efficient night of sleep. So. I feel like I can get six and a half and not be drunk when I go to bed and actually feel pretty good. I wake up feeling all right now. Yeah, it's still harder to get up than it would be otherwise. But every now and then, that is what I do if I'm going to do that. So now bringing it back full circle, if I were to ask you and say, why do you go out? You would say to have fun, right? To let go. And I agree. It could be fun. But there are other things that are fun as well. So why do you choose specifically to go out? For a lot of people, all they do for their free time, all they do for their fun to escape is go out. They don't do anything else. You ask them, you know, what they do on a Saturday, nothing. They're just waiting at home. And I've seen this personally. They're just waiting at home for the night activity. So you're not doing anything, even though there's a, a lot of other ways to have fun. I just choose to have fun in lots of other areas. Like I said, for me, fun is experiencing different things. And I think that's the richness of life. And I think it is for everybody too. I think truly the people who only go out you're not really that happy. Like if you do the same thing over and over again, you're telling me you're going to do that for the rest of your life and that's going to fulfill you. I truly don't think so. Again, if you're in a stage where you're exhausting that, I think that's great. Go ahead and do that because I was at that stage, but eventually you get tired of that. Eventually you get tired of playing the same game. Eventually you get tired of eating the same fruit or chicken. If I'm eating chicken every day, I'm going to get tired of that. I go to Brazil. There's amazing steaks. Like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in a steak mood for three straight days. But after the third, I'm like, bro, I'm good having something else at this point because you want to enjoy different parts of life. So that's one thing for me is just experiencing different parts of life, having fulfillment in different areas because 
the more you experience, the richer you're going to be, the more fulfilled you're going to be. I kind of equate it with, this is funny. I was thinking about it yesterday. The small time I thought about this topic, because like I said, I was thinking so much about my business endeavors that I want to get into. The small time I thought about it, I was like, bro, this kind of feels like Pokemon. Like when you're a kid and you're playing Pokemon cards, I never really loved Pokemon, but I acted like I did because the people around me did. So I acted like I did. But there's a stage where it's like you're in kindergarten or first grade, whatever it is, where all these kids have Pokemon cards, right? Depending on where you grew up too, probably. I grew up, I was the only white person in my first grade class. I was only like white passing person. The others were either black, Mexican, or Indian. We were in an area where, where there was a lot of Indian people. And there were a lot of Korean and, you know, that's part of Asia people as well. I, I don't know the politically correct way to say that, so I'm not going to say anything offensive. But that, you know, the Korean, Chinese, Japanese, there were, there were, there were some of those. I think it was more Korean. My best friend in kindergarten was, his name was Solomon Lee. He was actually a dog. But anyway, so like Pokemon was kind of popular over there, but I know it was popular across America and, and just the world in general. So, you know, you have the stage in the kindergarten, first grade where all these kids are playing Pokemon and then it's cool. You want to fit in. So you play Pokemon, even if you don't really like Pokemon that much, you tell yourself that you, know, you like it. And then it comes to a stage in like second, third grade where people start dropping it and they start liking different things, you know? I remember there was like the Nintendo DS stage and the PSP stage. And then there's like the kids who like sports. That was me. In third grade, I was obsessed. That's when I became obsessed with football in third grade. So I was just obsessed with sports. I was reading all the little biographies from the library on these football players that were mainly like picture books and stuff like that. But hey, they were cool. That's when I started playing Madden, which was like Madden 06 at the time which was lit. And yeah, you eventually move on. Well, I think it's the same thing with your college experience. Eventually you move on from trying to live that college experience. For me, the post-college experience of moving into New York City and trying to get that nightlife, it's an extension of college. You're probably seeing still most of your college friends. You're going out with them. Now you can meet some new people, but probably most of the new people you meet and anyone who's been through this can attest to this through experience. The People you meet, if you meet new people, are going to be friends of your friends who go out, maybe friends from home or friends from their work. You're not truly meeting new people who you just randomly see at the bar and be like, hey, you want to be friends? That stuff just doesn't happen. So eventually you just grow out of that stage and you're like, I just want new experiences. I'm seeing the same people. And it's not about the people. It's about the experience. Like I would love to go to Italy with these same friends. And we'd have a blast. And while we're there, we would go out because it's a new experience. But we'd also do other things like go on boats, do vineyard tours and, and different things like that that are different experiences that are going to enrich your life. So I just grew past that like kids grow past the Pokemon stage. We don't think it's weird, right? When kids grow past the Pokemon stage, it's completely normal. The kids that keep playing with Pokemons in third and fourth grade. They're kind of looked at as a little weird. So it's the same thing for me. It's like everyone knows that 35-year-old who goes to the bar and you're like, damn, bro, you don't have other parts of your life, but you're not going to try to meet somebody and, and develop different parts of your life and actually do fun stuff. But all they want to do is go out. It's the same thing. It's the person who never really outgrew that stage. So I think everybody has different timelines. But if you can understand growing past the Pokemon stage because there's other things that pique your interest, then you can understand growing past the going out all the time and drinking stage. That's just what it is. And a lot of times, people who move on from that stage understand still why people are still on the past stage. They're not judging you for still going out. And there are some that are and they're annoying. But 
it's whatever. They're living their own life. But a lot of times, on the other hand, the people who have gone past that stage, they're being judged like, oh, you've changed and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I've changed, but you haven't changed. Right? Isn't that the point of life to keep evolving? Like Alex Hormozzi, I've mentioned him a, a couple times, but business guru, that's his answer to people. Like People are like, oh, you've changed. And he's like, yeah, you haven't. What is growth? Growth is change. And the reason I bring up the Pokemon example is because that's something that's happening in your own past. And if it wasn't Pokemon, it was something else, right? Like we all played a lot of video games probably when we were kids. Some people still do, but eventually you go past that, you want different experiences. Like most of us play with Webkins or something like that in my generation, at least. And eventually, probably like a year later, you just stop playing with Webkins or Club Penguin and you just stop doing that because you go past that stage. It's the same thing. So for me, I've just gone past that stage and I'm into newer, richer experiences in life. Another thing that I haven't even mentioned yet is prioritization. So for me, I prioritize the benefits of waking up early more than I prioritize the benefits of going out at night. So when you prioritize something, you do it over something else. If you can only have one meal, you prioritize either breakfast or lunch, right? A lot of people skip breakfast, so they don't prioritize breakfast. That's cool. Well, it's the same thing. You're having to choose one over the other. I love breakfast. I always have breakfast for the most part. So that's my thing. And I don't care if you skip breakfast. That's just your preference. I prioritize the benefits I get from waking up early in the morning and having a full day more than I do going out and losing that as well. So even if it is a brand new experience, I still, I've gotten to the point where I just love the energy. I love the extension of the day. I love the amount that I can get done. I love being able to work on my own stuff on the weekend and be able to have fun. All that kind of stuff to me is invaluable. Like you can't put a price on it. And you're telling me by going out, I'm going to miss on part of that. I'm going to either miss on not being able to work fully on my stuff, or I'm going to be I'm going to miss out on the energy I'm going to have the next day. I'm going to miss out on something that's truly valuable. You tell me by going out and just getting the benefit of getting drunk and doing the same thing over and over again, I'm going to miss out on the benefit of that. Nah, bro, you can miss me with that. I'd rather have the benefit of waking up and having a lot of energy the next morning. So if we had to break it down, one, I'm past that stage. That shit's boring to me now. I'm past the stage of having to go out all the time. I don't need that shit anymore. I'll go out on a rare occasion if it's a new experience. Second thing that ties right in with that. I love new experiences. Going out and doing the same thing over and over and over again, I'm past that stage. I need to do different things. I want to do different things. I want to travel to different places. I want to do different activities. And you actually enjoy more time with your friends by doing stuff that's not going out where you're not getting drunk and just bombarded by loud music. You enjoy your friends more by doing other things. So that's the second thing is new experiences, much more valuable to me. And the third is just prioritization and what you choose to sacrifice. I'd rather sacrifice a night out and have an awesome day the next day that just gives me so much to take away rather than sacrifice that day that is super valuable to me for going out the night before. Priorities. I prioritize the following day. You might prioritize the night before. I don't care, bro. What you do doesn't change my life at all. You can still live your life. And if you're one of my good friends, bro, you're one of my good friends. Like, whether we go out together or not, you're my dog. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? At some point, I do think that if you keep growing towards a, a certain place as a person and your friends keep doing the same thing, I do think that you detach, you know? I think that's definitely a thing. You, like, you can outgrow people for sure. Or just grow in different directions doesn't always mean that you're outgrowing that has a negative connotation a lot of times. 
But if we're friends right now and I just choose not to go out with you, it has nothing to do with you, bro. Like, I, I still think we're friends. And if we want to do something the next day or if you want to put something on my calendar in the next month where we can do something rewarding, then boom, let's do it. And that's just, that just is what it is. That's the episode. Appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment for how you feel about this. If you hate me, let me know. And if you love me, you know, let me know. Put a heart in the comment. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, leave a review, give a rating. Stars are fucking phenomenal. I don't have enough stars yet. <laughs> so give me stars and let me know what you want me to talk about in the next episode. I'm always happy to do that. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully it wasn't too all over the place. Oh yeah, before you leave, before you leave, because I love you and you love me, right? Unless you hate me, then you gotta tell me you hate me. Let your friends know to follow Sports Media Success on TikTok and on Instagram. I'm gonna start that page going very soon. Probably as this episode is released, it'll be starting to get going. Let your friends know, anybody you know that wants to get into sports media, uh, kids, high school, kids in college, people who are in the industry right now but hate what they're doing because there's a lot of people who hate what they're doing in the sports media industry because they're not in the right niche and they're not in a job that is actually fruitful and gives you what you need, which I talk about within the free course that I'm building, but also talk about on these platforms, on TikTok, on Instagram for free, obviously, free 99, baby, you already know what it is. So pass that to your friends. All right, I've been holding you too long. Peace. Love you guys. See you next time.